Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're very welcome to this channel, NarcCon. On this channel, we believe in educating ourselves in relation to the narcissistic personality disorder in order to heal well and to avoid this personality type going forward. Guys, today I'd like to do um, the first part of a two-part series on the narcissist's relationship timelines in relation to, first of all, the narcissist's head in a short-term relationship and what they're actually thinking, how they view the short-term relationship. And I'd like to call that, say, anything from six months to three years, maybe. And then for a long-term relationship in the next video, why do they stay in long-term relationships sometimes? So I can give you three examples of a long-term relationship with a narcissist in part two. But let's dive into what's the narcissist actually thinking when they engage in a relatively short to medium-term relationship that's of the intimate nature. So, narcissists think totally differently to normal people. And that's what it's so hard to get our heads around when we're coming out of the narcissistically abusive relationship of the intimate nature in particular, in all natures. But this is a a prime example of all the narcissist tricks coming together in a more intense setting. And that's why I concentrate on the a romantic or intimate relationship more so than others. So the narcissist is in need of a one person supply. They're in need of a main source of supply and the intimate relationship is the ideal setting so that you can actually have your supply at home with you and everything's hunky-dory and you can push the, um, the fuel button whenever you want. It's it's basically, you don't have to get a takeaway, you have it installed at home. So they obviously need to do their intel and they have to be careful that they pick the right person. Now, is that what they're thinking? No, no. They're looking at people and what 
people or a potential partner can provide for them. In other words, they're looking at situations and whether the person is, first of all, going to love them. That's in their view. But really what their their subconscious is thinking is, is this person going to be suitable for me? And suitable for me means a good source of food, a good source of fuel. In other words, I'm going to be able to... Um, this person's not going to be difficult. This person's going to be easy and peaceful and we're going to have a great relationship. In other words, in inverted commas, this person's going to be easy to control and that's in the subconscious. So they're looking for a nice person. They're looking for, you know, someone that they could love. And in their mind, they're actually thinking that they would like a nice quality person. But in the background, their narcissism and what's going on in the subconscious is looking for a suitable person that would be a good source of fuel to the narcissist. These aren't their conscious thoughts. This is what's going on in the background. So they see the person and they look at you, obviously, in your attractiveness stakes you know, in, in, in other term, other words, how suitable. Now, this is when they have the choice of supply. This isn't a, de a desperate pick supply or someone they have to hop to when they didn't realise they were going to have an emergency situation or you leave the narcissist, etc., etc., as we've explained in other videos. This is when the, they have an optimum pick, when they have time to pick. This is their, you know, this would be their ideal pick. So attractiveness is important, but it's not the total picture unless their narcissist is picking you for, you know, some arm candy or to look good or to make their friends jealous, you know, or to feel buoyed up by the fact that they're able to pick someone maybe out of their league, someone extremely attractive that's going to draw attention to them as a couple. They look at the whole picture in relation to the person they will do their intel on the person and that intel, they can do intel within a few minutes of meeting a person. As to, with a few questions, they can nearly discover if you're one of those nice people, if you're a decent person, if you're a good person, if you're going to be malleable, if you're going to be easy to manipulate. In other words, they will assess your empathy levels. They will assess your naivety. They will assess whether you're lonely. They will assess if you have any childhood wounds that could be poked around in in order to get you to do their bidding. All these are the subconscious thoughts of the narcissist in their assessment of you. And then they will also look. This is the kind of commoner gardener narcissist. This isn't the really maybe talented narcissist, the rich narcissist, the whatever. This is just your average old narcissist, okay? Your average old narcissist. So they will be looking at the situation that you could provide for them. So the outer things that you could bring to the table in the relationship. And I don't get me wrong, we all, you know, would look at a person in relation to the wholeness and everything and their situation. 
assessing it kind of from a health point of view, we would nearly be saying, you know, whether the person was in a bad situation and how did they get there and are they healthy or not healthy. But the narcissist looks at the situation as to how it will benefit them. Is there enough offering in the package that you come in? In other words, like, are you financially solvent? Do you have a good job? Do you have good connections? Whatever they're after, as we've said before, there's a whole, you know, you come with a whole package. So if the whole package is looking good to the narcissist, they will investigate further. And now you won't be the only one they're investigating. They will have a few options. Narcissists have to have options because when they're controlling one person, you know, with a hard, say, a hard manipulation, maybe a discard or a silent treatment, they need the attention of the other person while that person is kind of put on the shelf for a while, you know, even in the active relationship. So they will be assessing quite a few options and going further down the road with a few options before they make their choice of the partner that they would wish to have. So let's just get into they've made their decision with you and they're in the relationship all excited because you have you are a gift to them. You're bringing a lot with you and you're stabilizing them. You're going to do work for them. You're going to become their servant. You're going to become their bank. You're going to become their whatever they need from you. And they will milk the situation, as you know, with all of their manipulations in this relationship to get the most out of you, to push the supply out of you. So what's going on in their heads? You know, what's going on in their heads when they're actually with you and they're in the honeymoon phase? They're absolutely delighted with themselves. They're congratulating themselves on making a good choice. They're congratulating themselves on having made a good pick. This is a good situation for them. They're empowered. They're actually enjoying, you know, they're, they're kind of as peaceful as they can be in any situation. Happiness, no, but empowered, yes. So as you go forward with the narcissist, they expect more and more and more and more from you because they've picked you and invested in you and they're going to kind of groom you. In their minds, they're growing the relationship and they can actually be genuinely thinking this. And in order, you know, because they're so superior and so entitled, they want you to to know what you need to do in the relationship to please them. So as the relationship goes on and they manipulate you more and more. And you you may even have say it's it can be as simple as this to put them on the back foot. It can be you saying one day, oh, I'm tired today. Um, I can't go where, you know, I know you had plans for us to go here. I'm too tired. I need to have a day or half half a day in bed or I need to go and see my family or I need to go and see my friend. Some little thing like that is enough to set the narcissist against you and start a period of devaluation. You're not being compliant. The idea with the narcissist is you fall in love and then you grow into the into the person that the narcissist has 
projected for you to be for them in the relationship. So you having a, a self-agency or needs, et cetera, et cetera, is seen as a threat to the narcissist. The narcissist needs to quell them. But you having your own needs and actually saying no to the narcissist in a tiny way in the relationship even is enough to set the narcissist off, threatening their control and making them feel you don't love them. So that's the result of something that you couldn't even imagine. And you're left gobsmacked because they're really angry because you can't do a small little thing. And, you know, you're floundering around, scratching your head, wondering, what the hell is this bad mood about? This is such a small little thing. It couldn't be over that, could it? You're kind of going, no, it must be something else. Maybe they're having a bad time at work. But eventually the pennies drop and, you know, the bank becomes full in your head and you're kind of going, something not right here. There's something not right here. And you're kind of trying to please this person more and more and you're doormatting yourself more and more. And you're finally, you finally either get so sick or exhausted or start having injuries to your body or your bank account is, is showing alarm bells ringing because it's gone way down. Lots of different things or people are being different with you um, or you're getting a sense that 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 people are talking about you maybe and you're getting very confused. You know the story, guys. You know how it goes. You know how you're feeling. You're feeling not happy. You're feeling confused and you're feeling tortured. So at this stage, at this stage, finally, you began to put up some boundaries and the narcissist does not like this and you're seeing some narcissistic rages maybe. This is the stage that the narcissist is thinking. I've done everything for this person. I've done my very best to show them the error of their ways. And look at them. Look at them, what they're doing. Look at what they're, look at how they love me. Look at how they show they love me. And you at this stage are having to become more narcissistic. You're having to go into your survival mode and you're having to say no more to the narcissist and you're having to look at how you could possibly get out of the relationship. The narcissist is asking you for more and you're withdrawing and putting up boundaries. And at this stage, the narcissist is looking elsewhere, thinking that this, you are a big mistake. You have really, you pretended to be someone that you're not and because they see other people as, as themselves, because narcissists believe all other people are the same as them, the way normal people and empathic people believe, that, you know, before they're introduced to the world of narcissism, that other people have the same empathy and have the same feelings as them. Narcissists believe you're being really selfish. You're just doing what you want yourself. And it's very clear to them that you do not love them at all because you're standing up for yourself because of the narcissist's manipulations because they've been putting so much control on you that you're not able to breathe and you can't live your life. And if you don't go into this survival mode where you where you put a few boundaries up between you and the narcissist, 
you're not going to survive. But the narcissist's mindset and headset is that you have to do what they want you to do and you have to be the snapshot they took of you at the beginning of the relationship. You have to provide everything that was in your curriculum vitae in your CV when they employed you to be their intimate partner. And now look at you. Now look at you. The state of you. You're actually, you know, asking for things for yourself. Um, you're not being fully compliant. And therefore, in the narcissist's mind, you're not who you said you were. You're a liar because they tell lies. They know they're not who they say they are and pretend to be something else. So basically, They've projected themselves onto you at this stage. So you cannot win with a narcissist and not even the doormat. The doormatting doesn't even work eventually. And we'll get into that in the long term relationship. But it's impossible to have a relationship with a narcissist. It's a very damaging, uh, destructive process to be in a relationship with a narcissist. And the narcissist comes out of the relationship, not introspecting, not thinking there's a damn thing wrong with them at all. It's just that you have destroyed the relationship because you don't love them. You pretended to love them in the beginning by pretending to be all the things the narcissist decided that you were in the beginning. And because you weren't able to take the abuse, because you were healthy enough not to take the abuse, you stood up for yourself. And by doing this, the narcissist is convinced that you don't love them because it's never about you. It's always about the narcissist getting their supply from a compliant source that will give more and more and more and more until the narcissist sees another option that could give them more than your more and more and more and decides to monkey branch over to the next person, sometimes leaving you to rebuild your supply and you get real healthy again and maybe your situation improves and the narcissist will keep an eye on your situation and decide to have a little peek at you every now and again, just in case, just in case you might become an option to them again, having learned the error of your ways. And they may deem um, you worthy of a little check now and again to see if they would consider spending time with you again, having learned your lesson. So that, guys, is is my try, my kind of way of trying to explain to you what's going on in the narcissist's head and that it's a personality disorder. It's a disordered way of viewing the world in terms of people. It's not the narcissist doesn't acknowledge your rights as a person. It's all about them and you can't even read a situation that might set a narcissist off a being a narcissistic injury within the relationship. It could be anything that you do that you would say to another person, they cannot seriously be, you know, offended or hurt by me doing this. It's just, it just doesn't make sense to a normal person but the narcissist will take it as a narcissistic injury, depending on their thought process at the time. 
So crazy daisy situation, guys. It's not possible to have a relationship with these people. And that's why they seem to have so many different relationships, even the long termers, even the long termers. They will be cheating at some stage along the way, even the long termers. And the people in the long term relationships with the narcissists are living a hell on earth. So if you're still attracted to your ex-narcissist, and I've seen in some of the comments that people would go back, remember narcissists, you, you can go through seven to 12 to 15 cycles of abuse with a narcissist. Keep going back, keep going back after the discard until you finally either can't survive anymore, commit suicide, or are so destroyed that you're out on the street. It takes people sometimes going through so many of these cycles before they finally can accept that this person is not suitable for a relationship. Bye for now, guys. Take great care of yourselves. And I'm going to see you in part two, where we'll go through the three sorts of long-term relationship with a narcissist and delve into that a bit just to get a better understanding of what's going on in these crazy daisy heads um, of your commoner gardener narcissist. Thanks for now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.